Chapter 3 of Vayikra describes the offering the Torah calls Zevach Shramim. V'yim Zevach Shramim Karbano, im in HaBakaru Makriv, im Zachar, im Nekeva, Tamim Yakrivenu Lefnei Hashem, if he offers of the herd, male or female, he shall bring before the Lord one without blemish. So the Karban Shramim, first of all, it's an animal, unlike the previous chapter, the Mincha, which is meal or cereal offering. Like the first chapter, the burnt offering, which is an animal offering, the difference here is that, one difference, is that this Karban Shramim can be a male or female animal, whereas in chapter 1 it's a male animal. Second distinction, of course, is that the Ola is the burnt offering. The animal in its entirety is burnt. The Kohen eats nothing of the animal. None of the animal is eaten by a person. The Karban Shlamim, Zevach, is uh, eaten by the uh, by the uh, by the one that brings the sacrifice. Even though in chapter 3 it doesn't say that explicitly. It perhaps assumes it, but later on it becomes clear that the one who brings this Karban Shlamim also partakes of part of the animal. And that's an important distinction. Now, we have encountered the Zevach, the animal that's slaughtered and also eaten, earlier in the Torah. And the first time we actually encounter a Zevach, it's not clear that it's a carbon at all, that it's a sacrifice. That's the story when Jacob is running away from Lavan, and Lavan catches up with him, and they have an angry uh, discussion. Lavan accuses Jacob of stealing away, of stealing his daughters, stealing his gods, and Jacob responds. And at the end of that long conversation, they arrive at some kind of agreement, one might say a treaty. And they sit together, they gather stones, they make a pile of stones. And the Torah says at the end of that chapter, which is chapter 31 of Genesis. So the Torah says there that um, verse number 40, 54, Zevach Bahar, Bahar. Jacob offered a zevach. So the English translation of the JPS is sacrifice, something that you slaughter. It could be a sacrifice. Remember that the word for altar is mizbeach. Mizbeach, related to the word zevach. But there he calls his brethren, he calls the family, Lavan and Lavan's uh, associates, relatives, also Jacob's relatives, because Jacob and Lavan are related, both through uh, blood relationship and through marriage as well. And they eat vayochu lechem vayolinu bahar. So there, it's important for us because there the zevach suggests a kind of relationship, a solidifying of a relationship, a recognition of a relationship, and they're going to part in peace. They're going to go each their own separate ways. That's the first time we encountered the zevach. I think more significant for our purposes and most interesting is the zvachim, that Jacob brings in the 46th chapter of the book of Genesis. Jacob is about to go into exile. He's about to leave the land to go to Egypt to see his son Joseph. And in fact, we discover in chapter 46, to remain in the land of Egypt until his death. 
So in a sense, he's going into exile. And when Jacob, in chapter 46, travels with the family, by Yisai Yisrael, Israel, Jacob, and all that he possesses, travel with him, they come to Beersheva. He brought sacrifices to the God of his father Isaac. So there, it's clearly a sacrifices, because he says he brings sacrifices to God. And in particular, the description of God in chapter 46 is very striking to the God of his father Isaac. Why did the Torah mention here, or describe the God to whom Jacob sacrifices, the God of his father Isaac? And certainly, one way to understand it is, that Jacob is about to leave the land. Isaac, unlike Abraham, and unlike Jacob, stays in the land. So he brings sacrifices to the God of the land, understanding that he's departing the land. He's leaving the place that his father lived in his entire life. He's going into exile. So before he goes into exile, one last time, he will entreat the God of the land, the God of his father, Isaac. And... What's striking over here about is that this is the only time in Genesis where the sacrifice is preliminary to God's revelation. Elsewhere we have God speaking to Abraham after which Abraham brings a sacrifice. But in chapter 46 we have Jacob bringing a sacrifice to the God of his father Isaac. And Isaac and God were so close. When Isaac prayed to God for a child for Rebekah, the Torah said in chapter 25, Isaac entreated God for Rebekah. God was entreated by him. And Rebekah conceived. Immediately. There's something about Isaac and God. They're so close. So now Jacob appeals to God, hoping perhaps for a revelation. And it comes. God calls out to Jacob. Jacob, Jacob, in the very next verse. Revelation takes place in the land. When you go down to Egypt, there won't be revelation until God will say to Moshe, take them out, the burning bush. Revelation and redemption, revelation and the land are deeply connected. So what frames, one might say, the exile of Egypt is the zevach that Jacob brings upon leaving the land, just before he leaves the land, and what allows you to leave the land is the zevach, is the sacrifice that's brought preliminary to leaving the land, the paschal sacrifice, which is called the zevach, v'amartem zevach pesach. So this is the zevach, the sacrifice one brings to God, which is an expression of a relationship, one might say even a partnership with God. That is the zevach that frames the exile. In the exile, there's no zevach, but preliminary to exile, and upon leaving the exile, the process of leaving, we have the Zevach. And there's something else about the Zevach Shramim that's very important. The Zevach Shramim is an expression of the relationship, is the expression of the possibility of standing in God's presence. And therefore, it's connected to something else, which is joy. The Zevach, the sacrifice, is connected in the Torah generally to rejoicing. Moshe had requested of Paro to be allowed to go into the desert to serve God. 
and serving God, Chag Hashem Lana, a festival to God for us, says Moshe in the book of Exodus. And the festival consists of sacrifice. What kind of sacrifice? Moshe said to Paro, You, Pharaoh, Pharaoh had said, you can go at one point, but not with the animals. No, no, we need the animals. And you too will give us animals. What kind of animals? Zvachim v'yorot. Burnt offerings or olot. A zevach is that you, is the shlamim. You sacrifice the animal, you partake of the animal. You eat together with God. Eating with the other is a sign of deep relationship. Whether it's two humans, as in the case of Jacob and Lavan and the, and the family, and the separation, but prior to separation, a pact, an alliance, or whether it is, in a different sense, eating together with God, sharing the meal with God. And sharing with God means being in God's presence, and that's the joy. Chag, that's the festival. So the Shlamim has another additional, very important element to it, which is the idea of joy. The idea that the one who brings the sacrifice can partake of the sacrifice. We haven't seen this till now. We've seen the burnt offering. We've seen the mincha where the priest partakes. But now with the karban shlamim, implicitly in chapter 3 and explicitly later, the one who brings the sacrifice, not just God, and not just the priest who may have a portion, but the community, those who bring the sacrifice. And the best example, of course, is the great sacrifice, the paschal sacrifice. There, it would not appear that the priest had any portion whatsoever. There, it's the one that brings the sacrifice, the group of people. They eat together as a group, sharing the Paschal sacrifice, creating community, but they also eat God's sacrifice. They're partaking of God's sacrifice. They are connecting themselves in the deepest sense to God. And that's a moment of great significance in the Torah, and that's a moment of great rejoicing.